This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. It's Team Yellow taking on Team Red here in the bronze medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. Simone Richard on the draw for Team Red, Kelly Serbu for Team Yellow, and we're underway here in the bronze medal game live from the Madame Athletic Centre. Off the opening face-off, teams battling for puck possession. Simone Richard takes it into the zone. He's got Uendizi with him on the right wing. Uendizi makes the pass to Richard. Shot right on, and they score! Just 18 seconds in. Simone Richard makes it 1-0 for Team Red. Team Yellow just uh, really leaving everybody unguarded there. Just skating around seem almost aimlessly. Not on the puck, not seemingly aware of anybody on the offense and uh, not tracking that puck at all either. And uh, Uendizi took a, a bit of a, a difficult pass in the skates, but manages to kick it up to the blade. And uh, over to Serbu, and just like that, one nothing Team Red here. Not even a minute into this game. Pretty good start for Team Red after they struggled a little bit yesterday. Their coaching staff made a late change where they put Uendizi and Richard on the same line. And we speculated that that was something they'd need to do here in the bronze medal game. And sure enough, it pays dividends just 18 seconds into this game. And that's what Team Red wanted to do because when they get down early, they seem to struggle to get back in. They don't have the momentum. They can't seem to find the handle. So they needed the quick start. They get it here in this game. Battling for the puck. Nice play there as Serbu takes it off the half wall. Shoots in a great save there by Aaron Prevo as he holds it along the far side post. Great chance there for Kelly Serbu, but a better save from the Calgary Seeing Ice Dogs goaltender. Interesting the team yellow defensively looked so lost on that play mm. because they've been almost the, the sort of the standard bearer for good defense in this tournament. Well, caught a little bit flat-footed there. Not sure they were expecting such a hot start there from Team Red, but Team Red capitalized, and James Ruddle makes a good play to get the puck up the ice here as Team Yellow try break out of their own zone. Puck at center, and it'll be shot in by Norman Blay. Not very deep as Mark De or excuse me, Blake Stenicky gets there for Team Yellow. Puck played through the neutral zone. It'll be Dustin Butterfield on it first for Team Red as he deals with the check of Stenicky. Had a chance to catch up with Blake Stenicky last night as they battle for the puck in front of the Team Red bench. And he was saying how much he's really enjoyed his first experience here at the tournament. Blake, a, a native of San Diego, it was interesting. He had some choice words for the Canadians at the banquet last night. He said, Canada, <laughs> we're coming for you. So the trash talk ramping up here in the as they look forward to the upcoming series between Canada and USA down in Pittsburgh in October. Of course, the big news here, the Canadian National Blind Hockey Team set to be announced this afternoon at the closing ceremonies. Coming off the bench for Team Red, that's James Ruddle who dumps the puck in. Nice work as Roland Art gets there defensively for Team Yellow. Stanicky takes it out of his zone. Good play by... Martin Paul to keep the puck in there, but uh, Arndt plays it to the far side, down into the red zone, and with 11.30 remaining here in the first period, it'll be controlled by Norman Blay. Blay brings it out of the near side corner, smacks the puck out through the neutral zone, where Cincinnati has it. He has his pocket picked by Simone Richard, and Richard brings the puck into the zone. Richard takes it to the far faceoff dot, tries to feed the pass through to Martin Paul. That's broken up, and here comes Team Yellow as Gallerno can't clear the zone. Richard passes in front for Paul, lets the shot fly, and that just trickles wide of the near post. Into the far corner at the hash marks, Gallerno chips it up the ice, where a foot race ensues as Serbu all over the back of Richard, but Simone Richard gets to the puck first. That'll be in uh, a head-to-head -head battle to keep tabs on in this game as Kelly Serbu and Simone Richard will be matched up head-to-head -head for a good portion of it. Puck played to the near side boards where Richard flips it to the face-off dot. Serbu, he can't corral it. Richard does well to get by the defender and here's a 2 on 0 Simone Richard makes the pass up to Del Grande but they call it offside at the line. 
And credit to Steve Gallerno for that aggressive back check to break it up regardless. 10-15 left here in the first period. It's a 1-0 lead for Team Red. Team Red showing the jump that uh, we were just talking about on the pregame show that they needed to have. They needed to get out quickly, and so far they are uh, transitioning, transitioning rather well from D to offense. They're passing well, and they benefit from the early lead, though we get another offside. And with that whistle, we're going to get a special guest up into the booth. We'll get him set. Here is one of the breakout stars of this weekend, Timmy Caputo, gets set to join us. And I think you could argue that Timmy's probably got the biggest fan base who's been tuning in all weekend long, including some detectives with the NYPD. As that goal mouse scramble, the net comes off the pegs and we'll get a whistle with 9.30 remaining here in the first period. Well, he's got the headset on. Let's welcome him in. He's been a breakout player here this weekend. Timmy Caputo from the New York Metro's Blind Hockey Program. Timmy, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, our pleasure. And thank you for being here this weekend. This is your first Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Tell us a little bit about your experience here this weekend. Um, I'm having a great time. A lot of compliments are coming my direction, which is uh, great because I don't actually get that often. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I find hard to believe because you're a really skilled player out on the ice as Team, puck move, uh, team Red moved the puck around the far side boards. Simone Richard steps in, gets to the slot, and he can't get the shot away, so Team Yellow will clear it out. Now, Timmy, it's been a pretty interesting weekend for you. You've netted a few goals. You've put a few points up. What's been the feedback from some of your teammates on the ice? Do they enjoy playing with you? Uh, yes, they really do. Um, when I score or pass, they really appreciate my um, ability to hand the puck over instead of being selfish. Now, it's funny <coughs> you say that because your dad was saying sometimes you've got to be a little more selfish. He wants you to shoot a little bit more. Yeah, that's right. I do... Um, I guess I do pass or try to pass a lot more than I should. So where are you from? I'm from Long Island, New York, so I All took right. the plane here. So Dad, right? Um, big hockey fan? Somewhat? You know the name Phil Esposito? <laughs> so Phil Esposito is a hockey hall of famer. Yeah. And to this day, Phil will always say, shoot the puck. <laughs> shoot the puck. Mike Bossy, great New York Islander, shoot the puck. So we want to see you shooting more. Yeah. All right? Yeah. It's not selfish to shoot the puck if you got the great opportunities. But you said something interesting. You said that the game here is a little faster, uh, yes. maybe a little bit more competitive than you used to back home. Are you, therefore, looking ahead to the series in October and saying Canada might have the advantage? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Way to put him on the spite spot, Mike. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I, any tournament would be great. Um, I think there's always going to be competitiveness, but I think that it's always going to be a fun game of hockey. Blind hockey is just its a great sport. So We have a penalty called here. Scott Roberts got dumped going across center ice, so it's going to be Kelly Serbu serving the hooking minor, and Team Red will head to the power play with 6.40 remaining here in the first period of play. Are you a hockey fan to begin with? Oh, yeah, one of the biggest in the world, I could say. So what's your favorite uh, NHL team? The I, Islanders? I love the Islanders, yeah. but every team in the NHL, I, I would definitely go to any game. Do you have a favorite player? Steven Stamkos, Lightning. Ah, ah good nice. choice. Yeah. Good choice. Well, with you being from Long Island, do we ask him about John Tavares? Do you have any inside scoop? Because the rest of the hockey world doesn't <laughs> seem to know. You think he'll stay, or where is he going to go? He's... I know for a fact he's either going to go to the Leafs or he might stay. So Wow. I would nah. say maybe. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Timmy not, Caputo says Johnny T's going to the Leafs. Not coming to Toronto. <laughs> I dis, I, they just don't want to spend the money. They don't want to spend the money. I, I think he gets a kick out of uh, maybe just going to the Rangers. And oh, really no, sticking it no to way. Islander fans. <laughs> <laughs> Team Red maneuvering the puck here on the power play. A minute five left on the power play as they dig it around behind the Team Yellow net. Big hit there as Brian McLean runs his man over. 
Well, Timmy, you know, we've really enjoyed you coming up here in the booth. Do you want to give a shout out to anyone? Because I think you've probably got the biggest cheering section and, and okay. certainly the biggest fan base back home. We've gotten a ton of great tweets supporting you. So do you want to give some shout outs to family or friends? Yeah, great support. I just want to say thank you for my family back at home, my mom and uh, my re the rest of my family giving me a lot of support and encouraging me to uh, go to all blind hockey events, and I really appreciate it. What's the law enforcement connection? Because I keep hearing about law enforcement support, and I got a tweet from Robert Fenton. He says, I'm so pleased to see that my brothers and sisters who work in law enforcement in several jurisdictions like Toronto and New York are supporting the growth and visibility of blind hockey. Is there a connection there for you? Uh, yeah, my dad, actually. He's, um, he's a cop and a sergeant, so I really um, appreciate him coming, and... He, he drives me everywhere, he supports me every day, and very, very, very lucky to have him with me. On and the, the NYPD, I've got, a, I've got an NYPD hockey jersey at home. I know that they're, uh, yeah. they got a pretty good hockey team too. They also support me, yes. Right on, great yeah, stuff. Great. Well, Timmy, thank you so much for coming up here in the booth. I really enjoyed the opportunity to meet you yesterday and, and your dad, and I'm so happy you guys came up here and gave us some time for a quick interview. Thank you so much. And, Hey, you still got one more game to go. You got the Child and right. Youth Division game, so we wish you the best of luck in that one. Thank you so much for having me. That's Timmy Caputo of the New York Metro's Blind Hockey Program, and we really thank him for taking a few moments to join us up here in the booth. Timmy, one of the young stars of the game here this weekend at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament as you're tuned in to a stream provided by CNIB and AMI. We get an offside called here against Team Yellow with 3.38 remaining here in the first period of play. It's the bronze medal game in the Open Division at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. 3.30 remaining here in the first period. Simona Shard gets set to take this face off against Blake Stenicky. As the puck gets dropped just outside the team yellow blue line. Off the draw, Stenicky battling against Richard. And Stenicky comes away with the puck. Brings it into the team red zone along the far side boards. And it's dug out in front and cleared away. Nice defensive play there by Norman Blay. Held in at the line by Gallerno. He plays it down low behind the net. And along the near side boards where Richard tries to get around Roland Art, but a good defensive play there by the veteran Arndt keeps the puck in the zone. Gallerno battling against Richard. The puck flips up into the team red bench and we get a whistle with 2.35 left in the period. So still to come here today, we've got our gold medal game which is a rematch of uh, black and gold from yesterday. Team gold, you got to think they're the team to beat, don't you? Well, with a player like Jason Uhai out there, yeah, no question about it. They have been dominant all weekend long, and it's not just Uhai. When you check out that roster, players like Alex Angus McKechn, a rookie like Joe Fornasser, a veteran like Martin Dufour, I mean, yeah, that is a stacked roster, and Team Black are going to have their hands full in that gold medal game. Had a chance to catch up with Jason and his family last night at the Air Canada Centre. Uh, they were there for the uh, Maple Leafs uh, Winnipeg Jets game. As we get a goal here, Team Yellow tie it up. Vince Ryan in tight and it's 1-1 with a buck 45 remaining in the period. Vince Ryan using his size there to basically own the slot and uh, he just needed one try at it manages to put it in the net with a minute and a half left in the first period. We're tied at one. All squared up here in this bronze medal game between Team Yellow and Team Red at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. Puck shot out of the Team Yellow zone in front of the Team Red bench where Dustin Butterfield flips it up the ice. Mark Bentz, first on it for Team Yellow. He tries to hammer it out, that gets knocked down. Martin Paul feeds it right in front and it's through the legs of the goaltender Cabral, but they wave it off. No clean pass, so no goal for Team Red. I think you may disagree with that one. I don't want to be overly critical today. I 
Got a lot of flack yesterday for disagreeing with a lot of the calls, so <laughs> I won't be overly critical. I thought that was a clean pass. I thought so, too. It was a to nice clean fair. pass to yeah. the net and a shot right away. I, I don't know what they're looking for on that, but uh, tough one break one. there. Tough yep. break for Team Red. Good work, and with 50 seconds remaining, they'll have to try again for a go-ahead goal as Gallerno brings it up the ice for Team Yellow. Good evasive move to get around the defender. Plays it near side to Sinisen. Shot right on, and that's a good goal as Pascal Cincinnati makes it a 2-1 game for Team Yellow. So that was one of those plays where get the puck on your stick, let it go. Just let it go right away. Don't give the goaltender an opportunity to set, to track it, to pick up where it might be coming from. Off the face-off, 39 seconds left here in the period. Team Yellow now lead this one 2-1. to one as the clock is yet to start here in the arena, so they're getting a little bonus time. Team Red bench trying to tell the officials, hey, the clock's not going, but they may want it to be stopped as Del Grande brings it in, centers in front for Richard. He crashes the net and they'll whistle it down with the scrum in the crease and for player safety, the stoppage in play. That was an interesting one because the team yellow defender all over the team red attacker there, I thought for sure there'd be a call on that play. But I think that they, they were a little distracted by the fact that about 19 seconds had ticked off gameplay, but not off the clock. So they made that adjustment now, 20 seconds remaining in the first. A little bit of gamesmanship on the draw there between Martin Paul and Pascal Sensen as they smack sticks and now Martin Paul brings it into the zone for Team Red. Makes the pass to Wendeezy. His shot gets blocked. Second attempt shoveled towards the far post. It goes wide. Martin Paul has it at the top of the far faceoff circle. Sweeps the shot towards the goal. That's blocked, and that does it for the first period of play. Team Red took a 1-0 lead, but Team Yellow stormed back with two goals. And after the opening 15 minutes, Team Yellow lead this bronze medal game 2-1. Pretty good pace to this game so far. Absolutely has been, and just like a lot of the games that we've had in this tournament, tight, one goal game right now. We'll see if somebody can actually sort of break things open here and uh, and pot a few extra goals. I mean, even yesterday in uh, in early play, the uh, yellow versus gold. It was a 6-4 game, but that's still just a two goal differential. Yes, you had a lot of scoring, but it was still only a two-goal game. So I think it, it really speaks to, A, these teams being able to turn on the offense if they need it, but more so that they're almost all playing good defense. And that get, it sort of takes us back to what Anthony Ciola was telling us yesterday, which is coaches will preach the basics. Don't, don't worry about getting cute and fancy. Just play the basics, and a lot of this game will take care of itself. Second period underway here in the bronze medal game between Team Yellow and Team Red. Off the face-off, Team Yellow take possession as Jamie Fodak dumps it into the zone, giving chase along the near side boards as Vince Ryan. Ryan tries to out-muscle the players off the puck, but it's Simone Richard who skates out of the scrum with it. He's got Uendizi heading to the net. Centers in front for Uendizi, and it just went off his stick into the far corner. Fodak battling there against Vienna Uendizi. Uendizi, nice play at the point by Team Red defenseman Norman Blay to keep the puck in as Richard chips away for it. Uendizi has at the top of the far face-off circle. Again, a good stand-up play that time by Scott Roberts as they bring it right in tight and a good save from Joey Cabral with 14-10 left here in the second period. Let's give a shout-out as we're getting some great tweets here, including one from Kelly, who's cheering on Team Yellow, and Blake Stenicky from Dallas, Texas. What a fantastic tournament, Kelly. Thank you so much for tweeting at us. And we'll give a shout out to Blaine Ducher as well, who's been tending goal 
in both the youth division and in the low vision division. He gives us a shout out saying, thank you, bro, behind the mic and AMI Rossi for the great job. Thank you, Blaine, for all your great work. What a great save there from Joey Cabral as he gets the right pad up and makes a tremendous save in tight on Richard. So Team Red keeping up the pressure here early in the second. Something they did well right out of the gate in this first period. And something they haven't done well in this tournament to this point, where they're the team that's found themselves trailing and fighting to get back into games. Now they're the ones in control. Dustin Butterfield has it at center ice for Team Red. He has his stick tied up by Gallerno, so Richard comes in and skates up the ice with the puck. Just offside as Brian Mackey was a stride ahead of Simone Richard on that rush. You wonder if at some point the emotion starts to ratchet up here, maybe later in the second, maybe only in the third, but the fact that it's a bronze medal game and you're looking for your first win of the tournament, if you're uh, looking at that, you want to take you know, something home, but even more so you want the pride of actually winning a game here. Off the face-off, Team Yellow moving around their own zone to the far side boards. Megan Mahan under pressure from Vienniu and Deasy, and now James Ruddle has the puck at the top of the near face-off circle. Makes the pass back to the far side point. Scott Roberts lets it fly, and oh, that one goes over top of the net. A great shot attempt by Roberts. Fodak and Uendizi race to the loose puck, and it's Team Yellow's Kelly Serbu who shoots it up the ice. Serbu gets to that puck at the far side. Hash marks, brings it all the way behind the net here. Centered out front, Fodak has it at the far faceoff dot, lets the shot fly, and it just goes wide at the near post. Centered out again, intend, intended for Fodak, but a good back check by Rutto breaks that up, and he'll clear the pressure inside of the Team Yellow zone. Team Yellow making some changes on the fly as Uendizi comes up with the puck now for Team Red. 11.20 remaining here in the second period as Uendizi shields it from the check of Le Cavalier. Centered out front, bouncing puck as Del Grande got a whack at it. And Uendizi, nice play there to pick the pocket and keeps the play alive for Team Red. Uendizi spins away from one check, ends up having the puck taken away from him, and it's on the stick of Pascal Sensen. He brings it into the zone here for Team Yellow, all the way into the far corner, dumps it off. Just out of the reach of Stenicky, and here comes Del Grande back up the ice for Team Red. Joseph Del Grande dumps the puck in, but Vince Ryan out muscles him, and Ryan leads the breakout for Team Yellow. Richard gets the poke check in on him. Ryan gets it right back, he brings it into the zone as he tried to feed it up for Stenicky, but it's out of his reach, and Richard banks it off the boards, out through the blue line, and here's a potential two-on-one for Team Red, as it's Simone Richard and Joseph Del Grande. Richard dumps it off to Del Grande. Del Grande tries to feed it back to him, but a good defensive play there as a couple of Team Yellow defensemen, including Roland Arndt, get in the way of that rush. Randy Banks plays it in front of the Team Yellow bench, and coming off the bench is Kelly Serbu. He scoops it up, takes it to the near side, tries to settle down that rolling puck, and he'll bring it right into the zone for Team Yellow. Makes the pass to Roland Arndt. Arndt's shot from the point, goes over top the net. Serbu tried to deflect it down. He's battling for the puck behind the goal here in the near corner. Serbu dumps that one off as Brian Cowie tries to play it up. He's battling there against Randy Banks. Cowie lost his stick, and the two give each other a bit of a whack. And we're going to have a penalty behind the play as Serbu doesn't like this call, but he knows he's going to sit in the box. He goes right to the box. Two minutes for tripping, and Team Red will get their second power play opportunity of the game. Well, just watching uh, Randy Banks. A couple of two-handers. Yeah. <laughs> two... Uh, to Team Yellow players uh, in around the uh, red net. Lucky, I think he got away with a couple there. He's lucky that it isn't coincidental minors on this play. Mm. But uh, Team Red manages to uh, get away with a couple there and come out with the man advantage here with 9.05 left in the second. Team Red 
trailing right now two to one against Team Yellow in this bronze medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. A nice play there by Gallerno to strip the puck away from Banks, but with him being the lone attacker, he has to wait for some support. And he'll end up losing the puck here as Vienna Uendizi starts the breakout for Team Red. Uendizi makes the pass to Richard, who gets across the blue line, tries to feed it back to Uendizi, but they're stripped of the puck. And here comes Vince Ryan leading a four-on-two shorthanded break. Ryan makes the pass to Gallerno. Gallerno shoots, and that just misses the top near corner. Ryan centers out front, intended for Gallerno. That's blocked, and now Uendizi shoots it up the ice where Ruddle gives chase. Ruddle and Stenicky in a foot race. Ruddle gets to it first. He takes it to the far corner. Makes the pass to Martin Paul. Paul with a sharp angle shot, and it trickles in. Oh, Joey Cabral's going to wish he had that one back, but Martin Paul ties this game at two on the power play. Very un-Cabral-like. He had the bottom of the net pretty much covered there, but was not able to shut the five hole. Doesn't get the stick down completely, and that puck just sneaks in right between the pads. And we've got a, a tie game here with the Team Red fighting back to make it a 2-2 game. Power play goal in that uh, situation there. So they take full advantage of the power play. Martin Paul gets the power play goal. We'll wait for the official announcement, but assists should go to James Ruddle and Vienna Uendizi. And we're all tied up at two here. Zuendizi brings the puck into the zone for Team Red. He's got Del Grande heading to the net, puts it on goal. Good pad save as Cabral gets the right pad out to make that stop. Fodak can't clear the zone, held in as Scott Roberts pinches in from the point. On a second effort, Serbu gets it out to center ice and Team Red will have to start up again. They turn it over. Nice pass as it gets up to Fodak at the far faceoff dot. Let's the shot oh. fly. What a great save. A tremendous left pad save there from Aaron Prevo. Team Red bring the puck up the ice as Brian Mackey skates it in across the blue line. Mackey feeds it over to Uendizi. Uendizi flips it towards the net, but the net comes off the pegs. And we'll get a whistle with 6.30 remaining here in the second period. So the Martin Paul goal is indeed assisted by James Ruddle and Vienna Uendizi. And for Uendizi, that's his second assist here in this game. Off the faceoff, Ruddle gets it into the zone for Team Red. Nice job to get around the defender. He's got Martin Paul heading to the net, tries to feed it out front. Paul digs away at it, but a quick whistle negates the goal. And we're still tied at two with 5.50 left in the second. Can be a tough pill to swallow on those uh, those quick whistles, but safety's the uh, the most important thing here. You don't want the bodies crashing into the crease. You don't want skates flying everywhere, skate blades flying everywhere. So better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, good call by the officials, and they'll move the face off just outside the team yellow blue line with 5:25 to go here in the second period. As uh, Stenicky gets set to take the draw against Richard. Richard wins it to the far side wall. And out to center ice where Butterfield hammers it back in. On the delayed offside, Ruddle has to clear the zone. So that'll give Megan Mahan some time to control the breakout for Team Yellow. She makes the pass just out of the reach of Jamie Fodak. So it's back inside the Team Red zone where Norman Blay comes up with it. Blay with a slap pass that gets picked off and Nice work there by Cincinnati as he centers it in front, but no Team Yellow player there able to get a stick on it. Back at the point, Le Cavalier feeds it to the far side. Fodak at the faceoff dot, tries to center it back in front, but Norman Blay gets a stick on that pass. Ruddle at the hash marks, can't clear the zone. Good job to hold the line there by Mahan. And then on the second effort, Simone Richard, again, can't clear it. Now he picks up a rolling puck. Good back check by Serbu, tying him up. Nice work by Le Cavalier as well, as both of them checking hard there against Richard, and they negate any quick breakout that he had in mind. 
Puck pinned up along the far side board, shot out to center ice where Randy Banks has it with four minutes remaining here in the second period. Banks flips it right into the Team Yellow zone behind the net where Vienna Uendizi gets to it first for Team Red. Uendizi passes it back to the point for Scott Roberts. He drops to a knee and lets the shot fly that just goes wide as Uendizi battles in the near corner for it against Hugh LeCavalier. Vince Ryan in there as well for Team Yellow, but the smaller Uendizi does a good job to control the puck, and as he tried to pass it to the far side corner, it got picked off by Kelly Serbu, and he brings it up the ice for Team Yellow. Check that, that's Steve Gallerno. Gallerno all the way behind the goal here for Team Yellow. Centered out front for Vince Ryan. That gets broken up. Nice defensive play by Joseph Del Grande. Del Grande feeds it up there for Scott Roberts. Roberts makes the pass to the far wing for Bradbury as he tries to hold the zone, but Team Yellow come away with it. And it's Vince Ryan skating it across center ice. Ryan brings it into the zone, makes the draw pass intended for Steineke, but that one gets picked off. And now it's on the stick of Uendizi for Team Red. Uendizi, he's got Brian Mackey streaking up the right wing. He's got to make the pass. Uendizi as Del Grande trailing, tries the draw pass, and that gets broken up as well. Team Yellow with 2.40 left here in the second period, clear the zone, but Uendizi gets it right back for Team Red. Puck comes out across the blue line, a delayed offside here against Team Red, and they bring it in offside with two and a half minutes remaining in the second period. It's the bronze medal game here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. It's a 2-2 tie right now between Team Yellow and Team Red. Simone Richard gets set to take the draw. He wins that one against Kelly Serbu as Norman Blay plays the puck up for Martin Paul. Paul gets around one defender. He's got Richard in the high slot, tries to feed him the puck, gets it back, and he roofs that one just high and wide of the far top corner. Serbu cleared the zone. He gets it right back here as he'll dump it over. And Team Red have to chase after it. Dustin Butterfield battling there against Jamie Fodak. Fodak comes out of the scrum with the puck, but Simone Richard takes it off his stick. And with a minute 25 left in the second period, Simone Richard leads the rush here for Team Red. He's got Ruddle with him alongside Martin Paul. Gets the puck to Paul around the hash marks. That's quickly taken off his stick, and Brian Cowie dumps it out to center ice. Randy Banks dumps it right back in, and it's behind the Team Yellow net with 105 remaining here in the second period. Uendizi at the far side hash marks, makes a move to get around Mahan. Serbu ties him up, and as Uendizi centered it, got knocked to the near side. Shot right on, Cabral makes a save, and he'll hold it for the faceoff with 50 seconds left here in the period. Pace slowing a little bit on this one. Not nearly... Uh the number of clean passes that we've seen at times. So I'd like to see that cleaned up in the third period. Maybe it does. Maybe the emotion starts getting to go here. Maybe we see a little bit more chippiness, the fact that it's tied 2-2, final period, bronze medal on the line, and you want to go home with that first win. You want to go home with that medal. So I'm hoping to, to see a little bit more fire here in this uh, third period. Again, a lot of hockey over this weekend. and. You wonder if fatigue starts to become a factor here on day number three, but Team Yellow do a good job to get the puck in deep. Kiefer Jones has it at the goal line. Centers it for Stenicky. His shot gets blocked. Nice work there by Uendizi on the back check to get in the way of that shot. Uendizi takes it behind his own net here with 25 seconds left in the period. He uses the boards to get it out across center ice, and it'll be scooped up by Team Yellow's Kiefer Jones. Jones, his pass gets picked off. 10 seconds left now in the period. Team Red flip it out to center ice. Cincinnati brings it back across the line and with just a few seconds left here on the clock, the teams will head to the locker room in a deadlock after two periods of play here in the bronze medal game. We're all tied up 2-2 between Team Yellow and Team Red. What do we have as a scoring recap so far? Who's got the scoring? I mean, 2-2, two, two, tight game here. Again, I talked about the pace of the game slowing a little bit. 
not because of the defense necessarily was shut down. I think, if anything, the speed in the offense went away a little bit here. The clean passing went away. So it'll be interesting to see if they get that back here in the third. You asked for the scoring recap. I'll give it to you. Red open up the scoring as it's Simone Richard who makes it a one nothing game in the first period. Just 18 seconds into the game, Richard connects on a pass from Vienna Uendizi and Martin Paul draws the other assist and keep those names in mind because they'll be relevant all in the third period and in this scoring recap. Team Yellow then tie it up on a Vince Ryan goal. Team Yellow forge ahead as Pascal Sansen gets the goal to make it 2-1 at the time. And then the aforementioned Martin Paul ties it up at 2-2 on the power play. Assists going to Vieni Uendizi and James Ruddle. And that's all the scoring through two periods of play. We're deadlocked at two goals apiece here in this bronze medal game. Well, we've been getting some great tweets all weekend long, and let's give a shout-out to Debbie Gillespie, who's tweeting in and joining the action here today on the medal games at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. My name's Nico Cartarelli, joined up in the booth by Mike Ross, and we're underway here in the third period of play in this bronze medal game between Team Red and Team Yellow. You're tuned into the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Team Yellow dumped the puck into the zone. Vince Ryan tries to dig it off the end wall, but it's on the stick of Simone Richard. He's got Uendizi and Ruddle streaking up the ice with him. Richard tries to split the D, but they go in just offside, so we get a whistle 25 seconds into the period. Gold medal game will be coming your way at about, oh, just about 30 minutes from now, roughly featuring a team gold and team black. You don't want to miss that one. And a reminder, if there are any features or any parts of games that you have missed over the last couple of days, you can go and catch them in podcast form. Go to your favorite podcast platform and do a search for AMI Live. Well, we got to catch up. We got a penalty on the play here being assessed to Kelly Serbu as he crumpled Vianu and Dizzy into the far corner. Now, Serbu doesn't like this call at all. He feels like Uendizi went down a little bit too easy there, but you're not going to change the official's mind, and it's Team Red going back to the power play as they're one for two with the man advantage this afternoon. That's a tough play there for Sur Serbu. He's got a considerable size difference over a player like Uendizi, and it's not like he's going in with any malicious intent, but Serbu does need to have a bit better body control on that. Well, and that's just it. You're you're responsible for your stick. You're responsible for your body and your actions. So you gotta you gotta pay the piper. I think that's what the coaching staff is arguing right now with the officials and. The body language of the official says it all. Yeah. <laughs> one has got one is leaning his back up against the boards. The other is sort of leaning with his elbow against the boards. Neither one of them is getting sold on any of the arguments being presented. <laughs> so the coach can argue till he's blue in the face. It's not going to make a lick of difference. These officials aren't buying what he's selling. Well. Coach Joey Ali gets to say his piece, but no surprise that the officials don't change their mind and Team Red head to the power play here in this 2-2 bronze medal game. And they've converted on one of two power play chances so far here today. Simone Richard will take the face off for Team Red. It'll be Vince Ryan there for Team Yellow. Martin Paul parked at the top of the near face-off circle. Richard tries to win the draw back to him. It's into the far corner where Del Grande battles against Mahan. Richard comes out, makes the pass to Paul. Shot right on. It's in, but a quick whistle, and they say no goal as it was played with a high stick. Wow, tough break there for Team Red. I thought that was a good goal. Actually, we're going to have a penalty being assessed here on the play to Joseph Del Grande. I don't know about you, Mike. I didn't see that. I didn't see it, but it could have happened behind the play. Yep. I mean, that the pass came quickly into the slot. I think we, a lot of our focus was right there on that shot, which yep. was a beauty, but it popped the yeah. bottle. Yeah. Popped the bottle off the top of the net, but something behind the play caught the eye of uh, 
referee McWaters and it makes the two-minute call here. So we've got uh, even strength hockey for a minute and a half. Four on four here with 12.45 remaining in the third period. It's all deadlocked at two goals apiece here in the bronze medal game. As Vince Ryan brings the puck into the zone. He's at the far side corner. Battling there against Scott Roberts. Great play by the Vancouver Eclipse defenseman who then has a bit of a word for Ryan after dispossessing the puck from him. Simone Richard brings it right up the ice here for Team Red. Drops it off to Martin Paul. Shot right on. Great blocker save there by Joey Cabral as Martin Paul has the puck behind the net for Team Red. Centered out front. Again right out front. Richard takes the shot. What a save by Cabral. Richard cranks his head skyward. He can't believe he didn't score right there. Cabral tracking the puck very well. There's the guy we saw in the first couple of games for Team Yellow. Yeah, after a couple of shaky goals, he's really settled in nicely here for Team Yellow. As we've got 30 seconds remaining in the penalty to Team Red, and then they'll have about a 30-second power play of their own as Team Yellow try clear the puck out here. Kiefer Jones gets it to the line and just past Butterfield. Jones, nice hustle there, gets to the puck ahead of the defenseman, takes it all the way behind the goal as Team Yellow Kiefer Jones centers it out front. Near side faceoff dot as they're battling for possession and it's Vienna Uendizi who takes it away from Brian Cowie. Uendizi brings it across center ice as Serbu comes out of the box. So check that, Team Yellow get a power play. Well, not for very long as nope. Uendizi gets dumped and that's gonna be a tripping call against, or hooking call against Team Yellow. And some choice words there as I think Team Yellow feels like Uendizi may be embellishing just a little bit. Now, to be fair, he was hooked down on that play. No doubt about it. But you can no doubt about it, but let's face it. 2-2, just over 10 minutes left here in the third period. The emotions are high. Yep. You don't, you're, you're not going to agree with any call ever, but <laughs> even, even less so in the situation that we're in right now in the third. So there's 21 seconds left in the Del Grande penalty and then Team Red will have a power play opportunity as Scott Roberts has the puck at the point. He flips it to the far side, hash marks. Simone Richard corrals it there against Kelly Serbu as Del Grande gets set to rejoin the play in five seconds. Richard tried to dig it out front, that got picked off and now Team Yellow clear down the ice with Del Grande coming out of the penalty box. It'll no be Scott Roberts passing it to the near side for Joseph Del Grande. A minute 25 remaining in the Team Red power play as Vince Ryan tries to ice the puck, but that gets picked off by Randy Banks, and he shoots that one into the Team Yellow zone. Kiefer Jones, bit of a dangerous pass, but it works out to his benefit as Vince Ryan gets oh. it at center ice. Too many men there, maybe? I think so, yeah. Uendizi played the puck while yep. the player was still going off. Yep. And they did get him for too many men. Good call, Mike. I've, oh. seen, I've seen a few of those instances this in this tournament where they've gotten away with it. And I'm wondering right now if maybe they got away with it again. Let's see. Are they looking for... They're looking for somebody to take to the box. Yeah. And yes, it looks no. like they're going to send uh, Brian Mackey yeah. over to serve this bench miner for too many men on the ice. That's too bad. I mean, that, that's just a lack of discipline, a lack of focus by the coaching staff. Mm. You got to be better than that in a 2-2 game, under 10 minutes to go in a bronze medal game. We have a timeout on the ice here called by Team Yellow. 9.38 remaining in this bronze medal game. We're all tied up at two. As you're tuned into the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. When this uh, Team Yellow penalty is done, they're gonna get about a minute 32 of power play time for, uh, for Team Yellow. And if they end up scoring what could be the game winning goal on such an undisciplined penalty, they're gonna be Maybe be pretty disappointed with that on the red side. You know, VNU and DZ has drawn a number of penalty calls, but he was the player who came off the bench before the 
player he was changing for got off the ice and like you said a lack of focus there from the player and the coaches and you have to hope for team red it doesn't prove to be costly bit of a delay in getting the action restarted here as some housekeeping gets worked out by the officials but they're set to drop the puck as Serbu wins the faceoff against Duindizi. Kiefer Jones along the near side boards at center ice makes the pass to Serbu. Serbu takes it into the zone for Team Yellow. He's got Vince Ryan on the near side, tries to get a pass over to Ryan and no option there. He ends up turning it over and Ruddle shoots it down the ice. Megan Mahan gets it from the far side, hash marks inside her own zone. Makes the pass intended for Vince Ryan and out of the box comes Stenicky. So it's a minute 30 power play now for Team Yellow and Kiefer Jones with the puck down by the near side goal line. Centered in front, great save there as Prevo got the pad to make that stop on Kelly Serbu and then they whistle it down. Not sure why there was a whistle, but Team Yellow a little bit frustrated that the momentum gets stopped there. Well, especially that the puck was down in a corner. Yeah. And both officials were tweeting, signaling the clean pass. So I'm sort of scratching my head as to why we needed a stoppage there. The only thing I could think was maybe there was a player that went through the crease. That's what I was thinking. But even there, it, yeah, tough break for Team Yellow. They seem to have some momentum starting to go there on the power play. They'll have to build up here again with 40 seconds remaining on the power play as Serbu wins the draw to the far side boards. Nice play by Scott Roberts as he chips it past Kiefer Jones and here's a potential shorthanded break. Roberts plays it up for Richard just out of his reach. He's got it in the far corner and we've got a delayed penalty coming here against Team Yellow. As we wait for the no, call. And you I know could what? be wrong about that. Sorry. That yes. was I've noticed a couple of officials that do that. When they're sounding the tweeter to signal that teams can shoot, yep. that they've had the clean pass, some of these guys are actually holding the tweeter up in the air and it looks like they're signaling a penalty. Others will hold it down to the side. Which, which makes a lot more confusing. sense, yes. Yeah. But well, they got me on that one, so I give the <laughs> officials credit where credit's due. As Team Yellow brings it across the blue line, Serbu feeds it to the near side for Vince Ryan. He's at the hash marks along the boards. He gets muscled there. Nice work by Martin Paul as he chips it up for Simone Richard. Richard, he's got Paul streaking up the right wing. Makes the pass. Good defensive back check by Kiefer Jones as he broke that play up right as the pass got delivered. Jones, good Feed pass up to Gallerno, but he overskates it. And here comes Simone Richard on a 2 on 0. Richard makes the pass to Martin Paul. What a back check by Blake Stenicky as he dives to break up that play. Into the near corner, Megan Mahan rips it to the far side boards with 6.45 remaining here in the third period in this bronze medal game between Team Red and Team Yellow at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Stenicky with the play there, that has to be one of the defensive plays of the tournament. Two reasons why. Number one, he skates back and breaks up a two on no and does it while getting the stick in and avoiding tripping anybody up and taking a penalty. Yep. Solid, solid defensive play there. Gallerno tries to dig the puck out of the pack. Good work by James Ruddle as he muscles his way through a couple of team yellow defenders and the puck at center ice where it's picked up now by Dylan Bradbury. Bradbury dumps it into the zone where Hugh LeCavalier rips it around the far side boards and it's picked up by Pascal Sensen. Team Red have the puck, Scott Roberts flips it up. 5.55 remaining here in the third period as Uendizi gets that puck. Brings it into the zone for Team Red. Met by a couple of checkers, it's on the stick of James Ruddle at the far side hash marks. Ruddle takes it all the way behind the goal to the near side, tries to feather it out front. That gets broken up and here goes Stenicky for Team Yellow. Team Yellow dumped the puck in as Pascal Sensen gives chase. He's already got one in this game. Centers in front, and that just rolled away from Brian Cowie as bodies crashing to the ice here. And we've got a delayed offside against Team Yellow, so that gives Randy Banks some time to break out here for Team Red. Banks ends up shooting it off one of the officials. It rolls in front of Scott Roberts, and it's in front of the Team Red bench where Martin Paul battles for possession. Uendizi. 
Tries to get around a couple of Team Yellow checkers, does so, and now he'll bring the puck into the zone for Team Red. Makes the pass to Joseph Del Grande. Del Grande shoots off the post. How are they going to call this? One, they both say no goal. Wow. Well, I think that's that, probably the right call, but yeah, a tough that, break there. A tough break indeed. Puck goes into the net, but after Cabral had sprawled and uh, made contact with the right post, knocking it off the moorings. So it's the correct call. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Ryman, our host and uh, ringside reporter, says it should be a coach's challenge. <laughs> You know, we got to get AMI TV here so that next year we can That's do right. coaches' challenges. That's right. <laughs> kind of tough to do with a single camera shoot, but AMI TV, I think you guys can hook us up with that as Scott Roberts gets the puck off the draw. He tried to shoot it, it got blocked. 4.05 remaining here in the third period. It's all tied up at two in this bronze medal game. Kiefer Jones battling in the far corner against Simone Richard. As Jones spins away from that check, he takes it behind his net and around the near side boards where Jamie Fodak can't get to it ahead of Norman Blay. Jones chips it over top the stick of Blay and now Fodak's in a foot race with Richard. Richard gets to that loose puck ahead of him, but he ends up coughing it up. As that shot from distance gets blocked, Team Yellow digging away, but Scott Roberts who comes out of the pack with the puck for Team Red. Roberts brings it well, he flips it into the zone, and Team Yellow take possession as Roland Arndt plays it along the near side boards. Richard tries to feed in front for Martin Paul. His shot goes into the far corner, and Team Yellow will dump the puck down the ice. If it has enough, it'll be icing, but it won't have enough, so the foot race here between Norman Blay and Team Yellow's Jamie Fodak, and it's Blay who wins that battle with three minutes remaining here in regulation. We will go to overtime if tied, as this is the bronze medal game here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Uendizi brings the puck in. Tried to feed it over to Richard, but that's broken up by Gallerno. And Team Yellow break out across center ice. Gallerno ends up coughing that one up to Richard. Simone Richard makes a nice move to gain the zone, makes the pass over to Ruddle on the right wing. Ruddle shoots oh. off the crossbar. So close. James Ruddle with his best chance of the tournament. Puck cleared off to the far side boards. It'll be Stenicky there first for Team Yellow. Team Red playing 1D back, by the way. So playing shorthanded in the offensive zone there, but also wanting to protect this 2-2 tie. Uendizi picks the puck up at his own hash marks and he's got room to skate as it's a bit of a broken line change here from Team Yellow. Uendizi, he's got to make a pass, drops it to Randy Banks, but he had two defenders closing in on him and now Cowie plays it up to Vince Ryan. Ryan sheds the stick check, passes it back to Cowie, who's at the near side hash marks, tries to feed in front, a good block there from Randy Banks as he dropped down to a knee to block that pass. Wendizi flips it off the near boards with a minute 35 remaining here in the third period of play. Team Red can't clear the zone. Cowie off the sidewall to Serbu. Serbu cuts in. What a save by Prevo as he keeps this game all square at two. Shot from the point. Serbu gets the rebound. That's off the mooring. And they finally whistle it down after Prevo had to make a couple of saves once the net was dislodged. 1-10 remaining in the third period. The action getting furious here down the stretch as we approach a potential overtime in this bronze medal game. They stopped the clock at 101 here left in the third period. Team Red calling the timeout. But that's uh, about two or three minutes of the most furious action we've seen in this game. Yeah, that was pretty intense end-to-end -end action. Both teams with some quality chances. Both goaltenders having to make timely saves there. As two of the best goaltenders battling here head-to-head, -head, Aaron Prevo from the Calgary Seeing Ice Dogs, one of the top up-and-coming young goaltenders here in blind hockey, going against a veteran in Joey Cabral. And 
We certainly wish Joey all the best in terms of the Team Canada announcement. I got to think he'll end up being one of the three goaltenders named to the team, but it's going to be competitive, and there are definitely a few spots up for grabs still here today as we await the announcement of the first-ever Canadian National Blind Hockey Team, which will be announced here at the closing ceremony. And you wonder how much that's playing on some guys' minds. Yep. You know, especially going to be interesting in the gold medal game because... On one hand, you're playing for the championship. On the other hand, you're thinking personally mm. of wanting to be a part of that team. Mm -hmm. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how guys are balancing that and maybe talking to some of them post-game about how they balance that in their mind. 101 remaining here in the third period of this bronze medal game between Team Red and Team Gold at the 20 or Team Yellow at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Serbu wins the faceoff. Ryan plays it over to Gallerno. His shot gets blocked by Uendizi. Tries to flip it to the near boards, but Serbu picks that off. Serbu, nice move to step around. Richard takes the shot and a huge save there from Aaron Prevo to keep this tied with 46 seconds left. Well, Serbu had the nose for the net, but a tremendous save there by Prevo, Prevo as he got the blocker up. And, and he took stop. the shot without having the clean pass. And I wonder how much of that is just playing mind games. Get a puck on net, throw the goalie off a little bit. Offside called here against Team Yellow as Vince Ryan and Kelly Serbu were on the wrong side of the blue line. So we'll have a face-off with 38 seconds left here in regulation. But you know what I'm saying there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You don't have the clean pass, but if you can throw the goalie off just a little bit yep. and let him know that you're able to pick the spots, that you're f trying to sort of force his hand a little bit, uh, I like it. I like the, uh, the, 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 the gamesmanship involved in that. Off the faceoff, Richard takes possession for Team Red. Tries to pass it over to Ruddle. It's Uendizi who picks it up at the far side hash marks. 30 seconds remaining here in regulation. Battle for it behind the net, and it's Team Yellow's Kelly Serbu coming away with the puck. Makes the pass to Vince Ryan. It's held in at the line by Scott Roberts and James Ruddle, and that could be huge with just 18 seconds left. Team Yellow get the puck back. Serbu, he's got a 2 on 0 here with Vince Ryan. Makes the pass to Vince Ryan. Takes the shot, and it just goes wide with seven seconds left here. What an ending that would have been, but Vienni Uendizi clears the pressure, two seconds left. Serbu lets the shot fly, it goes wide. And we are heading to overtime in this bronze medal game between Team Yellow and Team Red. If Team Red wins this game, Vince Ryan <laughs> will be kicking himself. Yeah. He may even invite some of us to kick him for us. <laughs> Kelly Serbu may be kicking Vince Ryan. He had the game on his stick right yep. there. Great setup pass. And this is after Team Red had an opportunity to control the play there. Mm -hmm. Great takeaway, great move up ice. And it's something we've talked about time and time again throughout the weekend, which is you can have all the speed in one player, but if he's got nobody to give the clean pass to, there's no play. And then everything grinds to a halt. In that case, fantastic transition through the neutral zone. They managed to stay onside barely, mm. but a great pass on to uh, Ryan Stick, and he puts it just right at the net. It was a bit of a rolling puck, and especially this puck, it's so difficult yeah. to settle down when it's on its edge. So you can maybe give Ryan a little bit of slack, but you're right, I think, admittedly, he would say he should have done better on that chance. Well, it's overtime here in the bronze medal game between Team Yellow and Team Red. It's a five-minute overtime period of four-on-four -four hockey, and if they're still tied at the end of that, we'll be going to a shootout. As a little crazy train plays in the background for what has been a crazy bronze medal game. And it could end crazy quick here, considering some of the players on the ice. Team Red put Vienni Uendizi, Simone Richard, Scott Roberts, and Martin Paul out there. Team Yellow go with Blake Stenicky, Steve Gallerno, Kiefer Jones, and Vince Ryan. And it's Team Yellow dumping the puck in as Stenicky has it behind the goal. Uendizi strips him of the puck and... Lindizi tries to skate it out, but he's under pressure here. Nice back check by Stenicky. Pins him up along the near side boards. Lindizi gets it up to Richard. 
They chip it into the zone, delayed offside, so that'll give Team Yellow's Blake Stenicky a chance to clear. Gets it to the line, but not past Martin Paul. Steve Gallerno with a good play to lift the stick of Simone Richard, and now Gallerno brings it up the ice for Team Yellow. Gallerno gets around one defender, but the rolling puck rolls off his stick, and it's on the twig of Simone Richard. Richard with space to skate, Serbu coming off the bench. He gets around him. Richard brings it into the zone. Far face off dot, tries to flip it over to Uendizi, who gets the pass now. As he got muscled down there, play continues on. Serbu comes in and takes the puck away. Serbu flips it around the far side boards where Kiefer Jones gets to it in front of his own bench. Jones plays it near side to Jamie Fodak. He's in. Fodak makes the pass over to Vince Ryan who tries to feed it back in front to Fodak. Rolling puck right on. And it's frozen there by the goaltender Prevo with 3.40 remaining here in overtime. Well played there by uh, Martin Paul who takes that Vince Ryan feed out front and just guides it to Aaron Prevo who manages to immobilize that puck in the blue paint. So an immediate whistle, stopping the play here. But as good a play as it is, it's a risky one. Mm. One wrong bounce off your own stick and it's behind your goalie. Off the offensive zone draw, Team Yellow have possession, passed out top to Fodak, down low to Serbu, shot, and that just goes wide of the post. It's picked up here by Del Grande with three minutes remaining in overtime. Del Grande, he gets pinned up against the board. Serbu can't get around Richard, who flips the puck out of the zone, and it's picked up by Kelly Serbu at center ice. Serbu skates it right back in, makes the drop pass to Fodak, who tries to get it back to Serbu. That gets picked off by Del Grande, but they hold the zone as Serbu's shot from distance gets knocked down by Norman Blay, and then he smacks it out up the ice. Del Grande picks the puck up in front of the team yellow bench with 2.30 remaining in overtime. He's got Ruddle there with him, makes the pass. VNU and Deasy coming off the bench, but Stenicky ties up his stick and a nice play there from the San Diego native to snuff out what could have been a menacing attack for Team Red. Megan Mahan skates it out of her own zone. Fans on the initial pass. James Ruddle ties her stick up, and Uendizi comes in to take the puck. Uendizi tries to dump that one off. It's picked off by Gallerno, and here comes Team Yellow, but it's just Steve Gallerno up there right now for Team Yellow. Checking his options, Stenicky comes in. Centers right in front. The puck goes right through the blue paint, but he had his stick tied up by Uendizi and Team Red cleared out to center ice with a minute 45 remaining here in overtime. Gallerno receives the pass across the blue line, dumps it off for Vince Ryan, who gets it right back to Gallerno. Ryan heading to the net, receives the pass. Oh, beautiful defensive play from Vienniu and to break up that. Here comes Martin Paul. Up the ice, he's got Dylan Bradbury with him. Drops it off to Bradbury, tries to shovel it on goal. That gets blocked, and it's... Picked up by Kiefer Jones as he breaks out for Team Yellow. Flips it off the boards for Gallerno. Gallerno gains the zone. A 2 on makes the pass over to Stenicky in all alone. What a save! Oh my goodness, Aaron Prevo gets the blocker out and saves the game for Team Red. Vince Ryan receives the pass, shoots and he scores! And Team Yellow claim bronze with a 3-2 overtime victory. Vince Ryan capitalizes this time and he clinches the bronze. What so, a goal. So he's not kicking himself. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Great setup there, chances at either end. Solid, solid blocker save just moments before by Prevo. But Team Yellow, great passing play there in overtime. Managed to get some open ice. Good separation, room to make a good pass and to eliminate any chance of the defenseman playing a, a role there at all. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. 
Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.